Hi guys, it's Emmett. So I wanted to circle back today to that talk that I sat through at the conference before I gave my talk and see if I can tease apart. Come on, dogs! See if I can tease apart some of the things that bothered me about it. Because and this, this episode has nothing to do with public speaking or whatever yesterday's episode was about. It has to do with something else. See, the talk was on cover crops and mulching in a small-scale, hand-scale-oriented farming context. And the people giving the talk, they didn't do a good job of giving the whole parameters of what they did. And I found that that made it really difficult for me to assess whether I should take their their findings from 15 years of farming at face value or not. Let me give you an example. They said, for instance, that they found that using uh, that using fresh wood chips on paths, tended to leach too much nitrogen away from the crops in the beds next to the pads. And therefore, they aged their wood chips for two whole years before they used them. Now, my understanding is that uh, is that wood chips on the surface don't leach much nitrogen except from the surface. Now, they said that they saw... Um, that they saw yellowing in zucchini plants when the wood chips were too close, and that when they moved, removed the wood chips, that the yellowing went away. Now, these guys were very into the idea of using nitrogen-fixing cover crops. My understanding of nitrogen-fixing cover crops is that on an intensive farm scenario, Nitrogen-fixing cover crops like clover don't fix nearly enough nitrogen to supply the needs of the crop that you're producing. These guys gave no indication of what sort of fertilizer regime they used. And by fertilizer, I'm using that broadly, meaning seed meals, animal meals, that sort of thing. Uh, so not just soluble nitrogen. And the point being that on my understanding of any crop is that you have to fertilize before you plant any crop because the preceding crop took away enough nitrogen that even if you had an established bed of cover crop before it, it would not fix enough nitrogen to supply the needs of that plant, let alone other things. So not knowing what these guys did in terms of fertilization makes it extremely hard, impossible really, for me to say whether their findings about the wood chips were true, or if they were simply that their their plants were already starved for nitrogen. See, in my garden, I make sure to amend everything really well in the beds, and then I put wood chips in the paths when I have them available, and I've never felt like I'd seen that sort of yellowing. So this is a great example where when somebody tells you something, Unless you fully understand all the parameters of what's going on, 
you don't actually know how to evaluate some finding that they present. There could be other reasons why their zucchini was yellowing. Could be that they were going through a drought, and they said that they didn't water. They didn't provide supplemental water. Could be that there was something else going on in the soil. Could be that their zucchini plants were going through transplant shock, depending at what stage they saw the yellowing. There's so many variables. And this is why farming is so complex, but any system is complex enough, spoon carving is complex enough, that when somebody comes to me with a result, I really need to understand all the factors. And and the solution is never just change this one thing. It's always, have you considered this and 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 this. And And so... I used to be prey to this when it came to farming and gardening. I would read the latest gardening books that I got from the library, and I would get enamored with whatever sort of lone idea I would pick up from this, usually because it was free or something that I could easily do. And and I would say, okay, I'm doing everything else great. Let me Let me try adding this to the to the regime. And I would get mixed results. Sometimes things would work great, sometimes things wouldn't work great, and I had no way of knowing if my results were because of the thing I was doing, because of some other factor that I was also doing, because of some combination. And it's taken 15 years of doing this kind of work to have enough understanding that I can at least understand what factors are at play and understand the full range of factors that are at play. So I guess there's two things I would say. One is be cautious about taking someone's advice at face value, especially if you don't see them having great results. Like I saw them having okay results in this talk, but not great. And and especially unless you hear their full setup and can think for yourself about whether what they're telling you is is actually the real result or if it's maybe the result of something else that they aren't understanding. Because people can't articulate things that are beyond their own understanding and if you can't understand that something is beyond their understanding, then you'd, it's a blind spot for you as well. So beware those blind spots. I think there was maybe a second point, but let's leave it there. Talk tomorrow.